0: out folks it's been it's been a long time i think it's nearly been six months since i did that one with john graham um great having john on um but we're actually back home now um, with a good Kilkeel man here with alistair glennie um so it's actually great to be back thank you for everyone who's been patiently waiting um it's just been really really good to have the opportunity and then now we're back again there's a lot gonna be happening there's gonna be a lot more coming hopefully before Christmas and lots of ideas and stuff so just stick with us but I'm really really happy to have Alistair here and most people probably well know Alistair um, through the church Three Oaks and different things but I'm sure there's I definitely know there's some people listening who don't know Alistair so um It'll be a privilege for you to hear this man's story and hear what how uh, the Lord has been using him. So Alistair, you're very welcome, brother. Thank <laughs> you, No worries. So um just to kinda of get it started, um I could put this really bluntly and be like, Who hey are you? But I'll not bother. <laughs> we will go a nicer way. Um so do you want to just tell me like just a, a bit about yourself, where you grew up, etc. like that there, just whatever.
1: Okay, as Stefan has said, my name is Alistair Glenny, um, I'm 27 years old, um, born in Kilkeedle, still living in Kilkeedle, um, attend Warren Presbyterian Church, uh, working a hardware wholesaler in Warren Point, uh, before that worked in James Knox and Sons part-time. So.
2: not know that, <laughs> not know that.
1: So, in the hardware business most of my life when I was 14. 14? So, Fourteen. Yep.
0: Yeah. Super, Well, Have you found that tough or what, or how is it?
2: Uh,
1: it it's ups and downs, but um, general business is good, so.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. And, um, so you are working there at one point, and is that, how many, do you work,
1: You working full-time there, aren't you? Monday to Friday, half mm-hmm. eight to whatever time we get finished. <laughs> so could that be like eight o'clock, ten o'clock at night sometimes? No, not as late as that. High oh, time from half four on, so mm. half four, five, six, just depends. Just sort of you at home for the lucky one getting out early sometimes, are you? Aye, there's <laughs> no harm.
0: <laughs> Good stuff. Um, what was I going to say to you? Um, so you grew. Up, did you grow up more in Presbyterian church? Like when you were born, were your mum,
1: dad sent you to Sunday school and that? Yes, I was brought up. Um, mum and dad always attended Mourn from I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, before that as well. Um, so I was brought up. Um, being brought along to crash at start right. <laughs> Um. That's- and church on Sunday school, uh, up through the Bible class, Boys Brigade from Robin's age. Um, attended youth fellowship on and off. It wasn't wasn't my thing back then. I didn't I didn't see the need for it or didn't didn't enjoy it. So I didn't go along. Uh, mm-hmm. That has changed now as a, a leader, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just just back then when I was the age to go, I just didn't. I didn't enjoy it so I didn't go but yeah. I would have been uh, involved in Boys Brigade quite a bit. I would have been there every week at Sunday school and Bible class and yeah. Thursday night club, Monday night club, whatever I was on the church, most the things I was at. You were there?
0: Yeah. And did your mum and dad have a big like Christian influence on you? Were your mum and dad Christians?
1: Mum and dad would have sent me along, would have encouraged me to go along, um, would have encouraged me to read my Bible, yeah. um, would have prayed with me at night when I was a lot younger then it was over to myself whether I did that or not. Mm-hmm. Um, would have encouraged it, but they wouldn't have been up praying in my room. It was up to me whether I did that or not, or what I prayed for. But um, like a, good, a good start in life, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, being brought up in the church uh, was a blessing to me to be able to, to do that. I know others haven't got that, and yeah. it can be a bit more difficult for them, but um, being brought up in the church really helped where I am today.
0: Mm-hmm very good and would you say like your mom and dad would have set that good like Christian example for you because I know a lot of people that I've met who are still Christians say a lot of it is down to the fact that their mom and dad like set that example for them not even just of like um, praying with them and stuff but just how they even lived you know like day to day life showing that kindness that love and forgiveness you know
1: I would say yes um brought up I knew right from wrong um Mm -hmm. They taught me from the bible i knew what god wanted for my life and um they would have been encouraging that yes in the background and you could see from their life their marriage and different things that yes yeah. they were trying to live a godly life um, for people
0: yes mm-hmm. good stuff uh, no, i know what i was gonna say to you there um and so was there a do you remember a specific point or a st- do to remember that time, day, or whatever? But um, when you actually gave your life to the Lord,
1: do you remember? Uh, I don't remember a time or a date or a yeah. place, but I know it happened. I mm. have no recording of it. As some people would have, but yeah. um, I knew growing up in the church, my um, need for for Jesus and the need for a savior. Yeah. Um, I knew it's in my life from when I was born, and um, that was very clear. And all the teaching um that I got. That, we're all sinners Mm. nobody's perfect only jesus and jesus was the only one who came to die and was able to take our sin and i knew that from a young age Mm. so i'd say probably late primary school was a commitment made um not that it meant a lot back then Mm um as other people probably relate to Mm -hmm. um when you're young you don't think much about it you know um a decision has to be made and you make that decision but it's only as you get older you sort of starts to make a difference in your life mm-hmm. um, so I'd say when I was in high school um, going to Scripture Union learn a wee bit more um, Bible class learn a wee bit more you're getting older you're, you learn a wee bit more and you take it in a wee bit more yeah. um, there was a part of my life where I drifted. Mm-hmm. Um, my ground took ill and he was taken into the hospital um I tried to make a deal with God that if he made him better I would do this and I would do that um my granddad passed away a couple of days later um I took that really bad Mm -hmm. um um didn't have an interest in going to church I went because I had to go um two services on a Sunday if I went to one that was okay didn't need to go to two why would you go to two yeah um went to stopped going to scripture union for a while um just didn't see the need for it um went to BB because I always did, that was routine, um, and that went on for a good while, just really didn't want nothing to do with God, mm-hmm. went to things because I had to, um, but through friends praying for me, um, smaller groups in school, mm-hmm. through Scripture Union, and those friends praying for me that I didn't know about, um, they approached me one day and said, look, we'd like you to come back to Scripture Union, we've been praying for you. I said, what, praying for me? Mm-hmm. So I guess we've noticed you haven't been along. Thought well, there was something wrong. Is everything OK? Took an interest in me and mm. um, were praying for me. Um, really humbled me that they would do that and had wanted me to come back to Scripture Union. So I said, yes, because somebody actually cared. Mm. I went back um, and continued going after that. Um, and I joined a small group with three or four friends. Um, that's where BCM, Bible-centred ministry sort of comes in, Mollertown House, mm-hmm. um, through Scott Woodman, who came in to lead our, our group, to encourage us, to support us, whatever we were struggling with, we could speak to Scott about, we prayed together, we um, talked just general things, Yeah. spent time reading the Bible together, um, a real benefit in my life, something I really needed back then, um, to come back to the Lord mm-hmm. and to recommit my life and to... To live for him, rather than just saying I said a set of prayer and that's it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that leads me to.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's great. I I think I don't actually know a lot of that there. Um, but I, I find it interesting you talk about that time in high school there. It's a really tough time. I personally think high school. I know so many young folk struggle with that there. Um, high school. You're just at a stage, I guess, where you're just <coughs> so like so. Just you're so under attack with so many things aren't you and there's so many things like influencing your influencing your thinking and it is it, it's tough and then when something like that happens with a family member or someone you love then it's, it doesn't make things any easier it makes things a lot tougher again you know and, and we have I find it interesting there that you talk about that you made like that, try to make that deal with God you know and you hear a lot of people talking about that and it definitely is it's a tough thing but again when you were just talking about the fact that people were praying for you you didn't even know it like it just shows that the God's a God who doesn't give up on us you know that he's 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 loving and he's careful caring caring forever you know so that is amazing um so that leads us on to like so you'd finished high school you were with BCM
1: then doing a wee bit there with that small group and stuff you were saying uh, BCM um summer camps mm. I got involved there um because God came and helped us mm-hmm. um in school um I finished school 2010, I think Mm -hmm. it's a long time ago to me. Um, (laughs) So that was my first summer getting involved in kids camp, um, real time of encouragement for me to be able to go and serve. Um, and since then I've been involved most summers, Mm -hmm. whether that's through kids camp or family camp. Um, I was invited along to an event called passing on the baton. Um, didn't know what it was about, invited, went to Mullertown House, um, there was a few young people there, mm-hmm. um, the talks were on a lot of leaders or older people so yes they're going well but someday that's going to come to a stop, who do they pass it on to, the they training people up,
2: mm-hmm.
1: what are we doing to get involved? Um, so the challenge came to me, I knew Oak's discipleship group ran, I knew that some of the leaders had left and there was only one leader left and um, so I felt I was in a position maybe to take a leadership role, mm-hmm. um, all the things had quit for me, I yeah. used to be involved in all the things in the church and some of those had had fell away, I wasn't as busy as I used to be at that stage so I approached Scott after the event I says, look I says your son Justin is running Oaks by himself, I says, how's he getting on, would he want a hand? Mm-hmm. Scott says, i'm sure you jump at that yeah so i spoke to justin um a week or two later i was invited along and um, to join with the lads who were there um and that's where, where Oak starts for me um mm-hmm. justin being leader in charge and me helping justin doing most of the work um me doing the occasional study um mm-hmm. working between the two of us and we didn't have a a massive group but there was dedicated young people coming along who wanted to hear from God's word. Mm-hmm. Encouragement to me and encouragement to Justin. Um, and that's where, where I started with Oaks.
0: Oh And so just for those who um, I know I know a few folk listening in who aren't from Warren and they'll not know what Oaks is, so um, can you sort of like briefly just sort of say what, what Oaks is, the purpose of it, what's your you know, the vision and stuff for Oaks?
1: Okay, so Oaks Discipleship Group um, started in 2012. Um, The leader who started was Zach Nichols. Mm -hmm. Um, Zach has been an intern at Mullertown House. Um, He's seen a need after summer camp um, to continue on with the ones who are coming along, something for them each week or every other week, Mm -hmm. um, just to keep the connection. Um, So that's where it started, and that's what it was started for, was to keep communication with summer camps from one summer to the next you lose connections and people drop out and they're really not continuing in their walk. Mm. Um, so it was for people all along, boys in, all along in particular, bubbles started as well which is for the female version. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really to keep that connection. Um, things have changed over the years. Um, things are continuing to change. Mm-hmm. Um, as different people come along, different leaders get involved, leave different ideas. but. Um, The verse or the name oaks comes from is Isaiah 61 verse 3 which talks about um, oaks of righteousness Mm -hmm. and that God will be glorified. Um, If you think of an oak tree um, its roots go down deep Um, so we want the boys to be deeply rooted in God's word Mm. and we want them to be absorbing um, stuff from God's word. not so the leaders can say look what we have done but as the first says that God will be glorified by that Mm -hmm. as they learn, um, as they go out um, into daily life they'll be sharing that with others. Um, It's a non-denominational group Mm -hmm. Um, so we have members from the Presbyterian Church, Baptist Church, um, home churches, um, Church of Ireland so any boys first year high school to sixth year high school are more than welcome to come along. Um, leaders have changed over the years and continue to change and, and I just thank the leaders for their dedication. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a good connection with the parents as well, Um parents are very supportive of what we're doing and ask the boys when they come home what they've been learning and I'm very supportive that way mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to thank them as well um, and Stefan was our leader last year so <laughs> <laughs> Stefan gets the thanks as well for his help last year.
0: Very good. Yeah, no, Oaks is is absolutely great. I I loved every second of it. Um, yeah, it's just 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 being there. And, and I I I completely know what you mean when you're you're saying about that need for more through the year, not just in summer camps, you know. Because, um, I think I maybe touched on it before in the podcast. Um, my thoughts on summer camps that there are so amazing. And there's so much learned and growing and and. But then I see after that then, when everybody starts going back to normal life and that's when people start to waver. And so I think you're right. It's so important that they have someone through the year to continually keep you know having that fellowship and different things. <clears throat> um, so what was the transition like? You said you were a helper for a few years at Oaks and then you became the leader. How was that? Did it change a, lot, a
1: little bit or did you find going to Oaks... Far harder, or was it just what was it like? well I helped Justin for a year, um, 2014. Um, Justin left to go back to America, 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, at that stage, we had a couple of members. Um, I had to find new leaders. Um, I couldn't run it myself, mm-hmm. no matter how many members we had. Um, child protection, so um, I went searching for a few leaders. I asked about um, church. I asked different people I knew could suggest people um so at that stage we had maybe four or five members two maybe at some stages mm. um so samuel bingham came and joined me at that stage um me and samuel would have worked studies between us then, the same way as me and justin had um and things started to to grow as we prayed as we asked the boys to invite others along um that started to grow um we now have on average, an average night 35, we would have 40 odd in the register. So if they're all there, it can be quite difficult. Uh, a, lot um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of numbers. A lot of numbers. There's a lot of blessings in it and a lot of encouragement in it. Um, but as leader in charge, sometimes it can get on top of me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we do seek God's strength in that. Um, as anybody knows who's leading anything, um, takes a lot of time, takes a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we things to do that we don't want to do. Um, you've set down rules and be yeah, mm-hmm. an authority figure and that's not the nicest of things at times but yeah. um, what we get out of it, what the boys get out of it, um, is worth it. Mm-hmm. So all the problems we have we, we hand over to God and we ask him to support us and help us in that but um, the benefits far outweigh any problems or issues we've had. And we continue to, to run every Monday night. Um, down at Mollertown House we at thirty to 9.30 during the winter um, and the times change during the after March time and the boys brigade and stuff finishes we, we run a bit, bit longer but the boys have the opportunity to to study God's word together, mm-hmm. to pray together, to hopefully keep each other accountable, yeah. um, see each other up in school or tech and it builds relationships. Um, we now have two sections with a junior and a senior. So first to third year are in juniors and they're building that relationship with each other, mm-hmm. see each other in school. And seniors, some of them have dropped out of school or at tech and to be able to come and see their friends and whatever. And mm. a, a space for them just to, to come, but they are studying God's word. Yeah. But they have a bit of football and a few games and whatever and they, they meet with their mates and yeah, we want to encourage that and support them in that.
0: Fantastic! No, that's fantastic. That's great work. Like, and that's work that's it's just absolutely needed, especially like at that tough stage, that high school age. You know, you know, where young men or sorry, <laughs> young boys come young men. You know, young girls start to become young women. You know, and and they're just at that that vital, vital stage of life. Um. So, what would you what would you say if 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 you, I say if you could have it all your own way, you had a vision for what Oaks could be what would that be? Would it be? Way more numbers or for the boys to be even more deeply rooted in God's word
1: what would you what's the vision you know, like the ultimate goal for you do you think? Um, as important as numbers are um, if there was five or six coming along who wanted to study God's word we'd be willing to run that um, mm-hmm. we see um, the benefits of it we see the need for somebody spending time with young men and encouraging them and building them up yeah, um, we see the need for them to keep each other accountable. The leaders are only there on a Monday night, um, but they need the support during the week. We mm-hmm. want to encourage them to get involved in their churches um, and scripture unions and school. Folks, um, is not just a Monday night thing; it, it goes on during the week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to encourage them. The leaders are trying their best to, to live a godly life as well, to yep. set an example. Um, we make ourselves available to help where we can. Um, I valued the support whenever I was younger mm-hmm. um, from older people um, I hope they see the same thing that that's, that's the idea of us being there and yeah. and wanting to help them um, it's not just we turn up on a Monday night because we've nothing better to do and mm-hmm. spend an hour there and can't wait to get away yeah. and we are there we want to, to know how we can be praying for them and supporting them and we want others to come along as well yeah. um, other people to, to want to study God's word Um, we are a bible study group a Mm -hmm. discipleship group um some people have came in the past thinking it's something different i not put you under the the wrong impression we are Mm going to be studying god's word um that's what we're there for primarily so
0: yeah that's fantastic now that's the goal of it you know they bring them there you let them know this is what you're coming to read this we're coming to to read god's word be rooted in it and the ultimate goal really is that they'll all know the Lord, isn't it, you know, they'll all come to Christ, come to faith in Christ, and that, that is, that's, that's a lot of pressure on you, isn't it, To come be doing this every single week, you know, and I think it's just exactly right what you said about, there's people listening here who are leaders and helpers, other things, and they don't, a lot of people sometimes don't realise the work that goes into this here, but, you know, we're doing it, if you're doing it for God's glory, you're doing it because, you know, he's called you to do that, you know, and um, no, that's just fantastic, and so, you said you helped out a bit at the
1: Youth Fellowship as well didn't you? Do you just help out there or do you have a specific role there? Or? Um, junior Youth Fellowship I help out with yeah. um, with two two sections in Mourn, and um, we've junior and senior um, so I've been helping I've lost count how many years I've been there um, I have no specific role um, we all play our part we're all given roles in a rota yeah. um, if it doesn't suit us to do it we get somebody to cover so some evenings I could be leading at the front, um, other evenings I could be preparing a Bible study, other evenings I could be taking a talk, mm-hmm. um, so mixed roles but um, very beneficial, i mm-hmm. um, great to see so many young people coming along to it too, I'm um, 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 growing deeper in their faith as well, that's um, yeah. about being deeply rooted and growing in their faith is our motto there as well, mm-hmm. Um, so important um, at that age to be getting support there as I said I didn't go whenever I was younger mm-hmm. um, I have regrets about it yes but um, I would encourage young people to go along um, give it a try um, I probably didn't put enough effort in to do that so mm-hmm. that's that's my fault but um, if you want to learn from mistakes that's yeah that's one bit of advice I could give to
0: yeah so you you obviously do quite a lot of work with young people you know you're around young people quite a lot and um, and I, I always love asking this question, you know, if you could give any advice or say to like, a young person listening in, like, what, would, what would you say to them, you know, um, obviously in regards to
1: being a Christian, living for Christ, you know? Uh, one bit of advice I usually go with is to watch your, your company, your friends. Um seen so many young people when I was at school um, and since that um, who get into the wrong crowd. Um, you're going well with the Lord at one stage and then the temptation of drink or drugs or partying come along and just can't help themselves because they've been in the wrong crowd for too long. Um, if I hadn't had those Christian friends who were praying for me and encouraged me back to Scripture Union, um, I don't think I would have, but I don't know where I would have been led. Mm-hmm. Um, things in my life weren't where I wanted them to be or um and it's easy to be led by that. Um, so you need to have a good grounding in the Bible, Mm -hmm. Um, you need to be careful, Um, your friends, um, you keep um, um, also to to value God's word, to to spend time if you don't believe it, to to read it and study it and see why you don't, Mm -hmm. Um, decision has to be made, Um, if you've looked at God's word you've heard it in school, um, through RE lessons and stuff so you've no excuse, you've heard the gospel many a time. um, a decision has to be made. You have to to study and see why um you don't want to believe it. Um, so I encourage you to, if you aren't a Christian, to go and, and look at it and study it and work your way through it to see mm. see what the problem is. Yeah. Um, if you are a Christian, um, go and get the the support that you need, and um, don't be afraid to ask older people, um, for advice or ask them to pray for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's many leaders about elders, different people in the church who. Yeah. Um, not necessarily mourn, but there's other churches there, mm-hmm. all willing to help as well. Um, um, get the advice you need, get the support you need. Mm-hmm. Um, get a couple of friends to keep you accountable. Um, very important thing and something I benefit from. So,
0: yeah, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, you're absolutely spot on there. I actually, I completely agree. And I think one thing there that that really kind of sets with me is the fact that going to someone older than you. That that helped me so much. Going to people who are older than me, and I was able to talk to them. They understood what I was going through, what I was thinking, you know. And for them be their advice, even to this day, I still visit people who are older than me, you know. And just and spend time praying with them and talking to them, and it's just helped me so much to stick with God, to learn more about Him, you know. And I feel like sometimes young ones don't want to do that because they probably just want to sit in their own shell, don't they? And just you know just be comfortable and, and just struggle on but you know we want to continue growing and, and, and a good way to do that is just yes, go to the ministry yes go to the elders but you know, go to all the christians who have been through it you know Um and that said, do you, ha- do you have a favorite bible verse ryan do you or is ryan you you would go to or uh, i
1: have no particular bible verse um there's lots of bible verses i would go to if mm-hmm. i'm if i'm struggling with things i Google is quite useful and you, you type in yeah. a wee word and it pops up so I have nothing in particular but um, I feel God's there to support me mm-hmm. um, in roles I have and in daily life I'm, I'm not perfect and I never will be until I reach eternity um, I have sins I struggle with and, um, I need help just like anybody else mm-hmm. I know I'm saved that's great but We've our Christian walk to, to continue in, and um, we continually go to God's Word and seek guidance and what we're doing in life. And, and so many verses, uh, I don't want to pick one out.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, here, yeah, uh, no problem at all. Um, and I was just going to ask as well um, do you have any particular prayer points for Oaks? Anything you really
1: want people to pray for? Um, I'm very encouraged by those who. Um, like posts on facebook and like posts on instagram i know they're they're praying for us and mm. it's an encouragement to us to see that um for those who do prayerfully really support us who don't want to mention names but they'll know who they are yeah. um, we're very grateful for that i'm thankful for that um prayer points um just that the boys will continue to come along um that they'll be listening to the studies Mm-hmm. Um, taking something away home from it um, that will impact their lives, and for the leaders as they prepare studies, um, as we come now to the end of our study in James at Christmas time, we have to start thinking again what we're going to do in the the new session. So just that God would lead us and guide us in the best way for for the boys and what's going to be most beneficial to them. Yeah. Um, God knows and God has a plan, but it's just getting that down on paper and and working through that. Um, mm-hmm. Of different leaders have dropped out and new ones have joined us. So just that, and um, we'll continue to gel well. And um, a few behavioural issues too we're trying to work through. So if you feel like praying for that, just that the boys would settle in well. Mm-hmm. Um, leaders would be encouraged by the the way they're behaving now. And um, Sorts of things I could mentioned yeah I've just mentioned a few you just yeah you want to keep up to date and um, you can follow us on Instagram and follow us on Facebook and we have a weekly update of what we're going to be doing that week so mm-hmm. if that's something you're interested in please do take a yeah. look
0: absolutely no absolutely you're absolutely right definitely do if you're listening do go and like it and um, follow it show sure your uh, support please do please do pray for Alistair as he, as he leads the thing pray for the leaders as well because you know they have you know sometimes at these organizations they just put it all to the main man you know but you know every leaders being watched you know no matter if you're the one leading from the front or you're, you know whatever you're doing yeah, they're all watching And mm-hmm. so there's big
1: responsibility on it Um,
0: anything else you want to share or is this, are you happy enough uh, we
1: know about Malawi just so oh
0: well, yes 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 that's just my head gone again um, yes I am um, I actually yes definitely would like to try and get the Malawi team on here, but um, in case we
1: don't, do you want to tell us just a little bit about that, what you're doing out there? Okay, so um, for those who belong to more Presbyterian, um, the country of Malawi, Livingstonia in particular will be, um, you'll be very used to that name, and you'll be used to SCOM, mm-hmm. which is the Student Christian Organization of Malawi, and the DGMH hospital out there um be all common terms to you. Um so it was a team of eight of us, um, headed out to Malawi. Um, four to work in the hospital. Um it was an earthquake and there was damage done and um it's just a continual thing at the hospital. There's gonna be things that that break and things that stop working and um, all needs to be repaired. Um, some of the work they can do themselves, some of them are gonna need a team to come out and do that. And mm-hmm. um, so four of our team, that was Stephen Nicholson, Keith Newell um, Johnny Yurt and um, Graham Arnold, um went to the hospital. Um, they were working there, fixing things and um, putting a new meal ward in, mm-hmm. um, toilets and sharps. So, big job. Um, yeah. Cement mixers and different things broke down, and mm-hmm. materials out there aren't the same as at home. Um, so, many difficulties they came across. Um, they had opportunities also to share the gospel um, with those they were able to employ. Um, While they're there they can't do all the work themselves Um, so they were able to bring in a team of locals, some who they'd worked with before and others who were new, so they had opportunities to share the gospel message with them. Um, The other four, that was me, Samuel Bingham, Amy Stevenson and Victoria Skillen, um, were involved in going around with Austin Chirwa, who is the chaplain of SCOM. Um, We went to primary schools and secondary schools um, and performed dramas. Um, the lost sheep, mm-hmm. um, Daniel and Lions Den, <laughs> um, Prodigal Son, um, got the young people to dress up and take part, um, to share the gospel message, um, awesome, translate it for us, um, and brought brought it to life, mm-hmm. um, most of the place you could hear a pin drop. They wanted to listen. They were interested. Um, they knew God's word was was going in. Mm-hmm. Um, in Malawi, less than five percent of the population have a Bible. Um so to be able to to share God's word with them um, was an encouragement to us um, encouragement to them. We were able to give ten Bibles to each school that we visited on the university in Tech, which is just a drop in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also able to give them footballs, so we want to encourage them to to play games and stuff yeah. too. Um, our time in university was a bit different. We weren't doing dramas. We did a Bible study on the um, armor of God. Um, very encouraging. Um, university students, though they hadn't had Bibles their whole life, were able to quote references where mm-hmm. we would go to Google. Yeah. Um, they were able to quote off the top of their head, it says in here, it says in Job that such and such and we, we were amazed at what mm-hmm. they were able to do and say and how much knowledge they had. Um, very encouraging for us. We, we spent a few nights with them, at a party and different things and um, just to say that we worship the same God Austin kept bringing that back that we all worship the same God whether you're in Kiel-Kiel, um, or Northern Ireland or Africa, Malawi wherever mm-hmm. that is We all serve and worship the same God um, so it was a real encouragement to be there a real privilege to be there and see the work that Mormon Presbyterian Church has been doing and other churches mm-hmm. um, something I never thought was well, something I never would have done mm-hmm. um, I know it was God's plan um, I got a phone call from Reverend William Bingham I uh, he says this couldn't what's wrong <laughs> <laughs> I answered the phone and um, we've been praying the mission committee's been praying and your name's came forward and he says for what he says for going to Malawi and I made as many excuses as I could in that phone call <laughs> none of which stood and he said I want you to think about it over the next couple of days we need an answer um, can you think about it, pray about it? Um, so that's what I did. Um, I asked people to pray for me. I spent time praying, I spent time reading God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, as I thought about it, prayed about it, I felt that was God's calling. Um, as a youth fellowship leader and an Oaks leader, um, I'd always been challenging the young people to to go and to share the gospel. If I'm in, uh, in leadership and I wasn't willing to do it myself, mm-hmm. I thought that was quite hypocritical. So yeah. I said, look, the opportunities came, I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't don't know what he wants me to do or why he would want me to do drama. I don't work with primary school children. Like yeah. I work in small groups with teenagers. Um, but God had a plan um, yeah. and God wanted me to go as I seen the members of the team. Um, I knew them from church. I knew them from different things. I went to school with Victoria. I knew Amy, It was at Oaks with Samuel. Um, the other part of the team, I knew them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it all seemed to come together. And God was able to use our time there um, to encourage Austin and Austin's wife Lucy also to encourage the students at Tech and university and um, although we didn't get to spend much time in the primary schools and secondary schools you knew that the gospel message went out and you know that God can work on that yeah. um, through a simple drama um, God's work can go forth and we we pray that um, it will work.
0: Absolutely, Amen. Yeah, and then, ah, uh, oh, that was amazing. That's mind blowing. And then, just, do you have any prayer points in particular, just for for Malawi? Like, you know the people there you met or the schools there. Or?
1: Well, we met a a lot of people there. Um, a lot of people who keep in contact with us on Facebook and WhatsApp mm-hmm. and emails. Um. They really want Bibles. Um, we see a need ten Bibles being given to schools just to drop in the ocean, so. We'd like to do more fundraising and be able to, to give them more Bibles so they can study that personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so pray that money will come available for that. Mm-hmm. Um, pray for the school teachers and stuff out there. Um, schools we were around, some of them haven't got enough teachers. Um, some of them are struggling. Um, um, really need t- They're not treated well out there. Um, so pray for a change in that. Pray for a change in leadership mm-hmm. in the country. Um, there's so many things you could pray for for Malawi if you've been like me you see the need um and we've been asked to share that when we come home yeah um some will ask for money some ask for simple things like a football or a bubble gum or yeah different things but the i wouldn't say for them all the need is god lots of them are following god um Mm -hmm. probably um to a better degree than we are here um but just like Northern Ireland there is a need for the gospel to be shared out there. and yeah. um, pray for Austin and the work he does. Um the roads aren't great, particularly Gurudi, mm-hmm. if anybody's heard tell of it. Um big drop to society, you. you don't want to, yeah. don't wanna be on it too often. So Austin's traveling that a couple of times a week. Um so really pray for Austin. Um Austin's a real encouragement and um stops and talks to people and um it was great to be spend time with him, but we know he's a big job mm-hmm. um and needs our support and encouragement, um, through prayer. Um, so that's just a few prayer points
0: That's fantastic. Well here I know certainly um people definitely will be praying for that and <clears throat> definitely there's so much need out there and we don't actually realise how blessed we are here, don't we not? Like No, we really don't. So um but there you are Alistair, I think. I think that's us, isn't it? You anything else you want to say or are you happy oh, I think I'm happy thank Lovely you Stefan for
1: the opportunity um, um, I am open if anybody ever wants to to mm. chat and um, young people at Youth Fellowship I'm willing to have a chat or young people at Oaks and not as scary as I look <laughs> <laughs> good
0: stuff yeah Oh, that's that's so important I'm sure a lot of people will really appreciate you saying that um, but there you are folks um, thank you so very much for listening thank you also, for coming on um, really hope you've been encouraged challenged by this inspired by this and um, yeah uh, that's an amazing story you've got That's an amazing way that god's god has used you um, and we certainly will keep praying for for oaks we'll keep praying for um the youth fellowships um, all, of them more all the more knowledge churches and um, especially for malawi as well because there's such a need out there and um, so there you are folks thank you very much and um, thank you for listening and uh, god bless